Welcome, everybody, to the Bakery Bears radio show. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined today by a very special guest. It's my wife, Kay. That was all very strange. I'm your host, Dan. Sounded like a morning breakfast show or something. I'm rehearsing. Right. She's a permanent guest. Yes, it's my co-host, <laughs> the lovely Kay. Well, you, you join us uh, in the middle of a heated debate that we've been having. How many years have we been together now? Eighteen. Uh, 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 we've been having this debate for the last eighteen years. What shoes Kay should have for the summer? <sighs> don't even go there. I just can't even bear it. Right, I don't do sandals. Neither do I. Okay, um, I'll, I'll just put that out there straight away. <laughs> I don't do sandals of any description. No. I just no. I just can't face it. No, me neither. So I'm always on the lookout for the perfect sort of little summer shoe and I don't want to look like an old granny with... I don't, What's wrong with this? I've just got trainers on at the moment. The issue I've got Why is that I've, go got, I've got cropped linen trousers on today um when i say cropped they're just sort of you know i don't know above the ankle kind of thing but it shows a little bit of leg and then i've got trainers on and i just Honestly, think does that look bizarre no it doesn't look bizarre you love those shoes so i just wear trainers through the summer then they're light and they let air in don't they well, that's they're true. not hot well that is true so maybe, Honestly, maybe i just wear trainers that looks great go with that i don't look like an idiot you see, I always think I should have some kind of, not formal shoe, but something pretty. <laughs> and I was looking recently and I wish I'd bought them because they don't have them any longer in anything but a narrow fit. I saw these, now, normally I'm not a fan of Birkenstocks. I'm really sorry everyone, but I'm just not because I don't do the whole sandal thing. But they do this one that's more like a Mary Jane. It's got like this strap across and it's, they're really pretty. And they had them in this sort of buttery golden yellow colour. The problem we've had though over the years is I can't remember the amount of shoes you've bought and yeah, have not been right and they've gone in the bin. Well, I, I know, or they're not in the bin, but they've gone to the charity shop. I know, yeah. I know. So, but they, they don't work. do them anymore in anything but a narrow fit. They've all been bought out that I can find. Um, so, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick with trainers, like you look, say. Look, I think you should because I think you waffle, look great. Waffle. I think you look great. Okay, and so, I've got those new ones as well, haven't I? So I could alternate them. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, it's cool actually that we mentioned summer because that's what today's show's all about. We thought it would be fun to reminisce about great holidays that we've had and also some not so great mm. holidays that we've had mm. over the years. So I think without further ado, we should get out on our walk yes. and start reminiscing about our favourite time of year, not summer. <laughs> So it's a lovely day. Is it's it? been actually very wet. It has been really wet. And it's going to be wet again. But today, most people would call this a lovely day. Most people would. But I'm sure the majority of you who are listening know that we would not. But it is perfect. It's blazing sun. So we're going to go. Chat. We're going to go in the woods because I just cannot bear this sun. <laughs> we're going to have a lovely chat about summer holidays of old and. For me, summer holidays of old, because I think like UK, my mum mm -hmm. and dad didn't have a lot of money. Mm. 
So we couldn't afford to do very much. No. Other than camp. Right. So my earliest sort of memories of summer holidays, and these do fit with, you see, you would perceive, I don't mean you necessarily, Kay, I mean people in general would perceive that what I'm about to describe would be a fairly disastrous summer holiday. And I'm sure that that's probably what my parents were thinking. Right. And this is the reason why. This Your mum never enjoyed it, did she? No, no, but the, I'm going to talk about something specific oh, now. Oh, right, okay. Because that's what today's all about. It's about specific either holidays or events in holidays, which I think is what you're going to pick up on. Yeah. That really were either great or utterly disastrous. And this, my earliest memory of summer holidays is being in a tent. First of all, being in a tent with one of those, have you seen the tents, Kay, which have the bedrooms in them? You, do you know I haven't? I've never seen one of those because I don't do tents, but okay, I, I, it sounds fabulous. Well, I, I do have to say that in theory, these tents are clever. Yeah. And I, I really did like the, a bit the of separation. I, I really liked the vibe yeah, yeah, because yeah. you could get there. We I get had, that. Yeah. We had a VW camper van. And that's all very cool. And prior to my arrival, I don't mean at a place, I prior mean to you being born. in the world. Yeah. Yes. That is how my mum and dad and my brothers used to go on holiday. Mm. They would go in the VW van because there was a double bed with two bunks above. Right. So there was four of them perfect. You came along? I turn I turn up. They got a problem. Out of the so what they did was the, the, and this is the great thing about camping. For a very small outlay, they went and bought a tent. Right. And the tent had uh, four bedrooms in it. Goodness me, really? I know, it was big. Wow. I mean, I remember, it was always That's great. That's impressive, I'd it like was. to see that. It was, it was great fun putting it up. I like the idea of a tent. Yeah, it really was great fun putting up the tent. You know, because we were three boys. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of, activity yeah. of finding your plot, putting it up, and then basically all the bedrooms were was like an inner, it was like an inner bag. Right, an <laughs> inner bag. And you clipped it onto the frame. Right. So if you imagine you've got this great big expanse of a tent. Yeah. And then all across one side, you would clip up these bags. Yeah. You would then pin them down to the floor. Yeah and they would create a bedroom. All right. B but the downside to these bedrooms is, it sort of is like being in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> but and did it get very hot? Yes, that's, yes, yes. That's the thing that yes. I think in the summer. This was the, 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 the sort of disastrous element. But all of this is a preamble to the utter, utter disaster that befell us. And this is my earliest memory. Basically, what used to happen is the particular place we used to go to used to get hit by a storm right. that people may know. When I mention it, it's called the Mistral. Oh, yeah, the Mistral, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... It's like um, sand from the Sahara, isn't it, or something? Yeah, yeah, and basically it, it whips up wind and, yeah. um, and you, you get, like... 
because it, it was Spain that you went to. We should right. say that, we haven't said that. Going on holiday to Spain. And actually this destination in Spain will probably come up more than once because it is the only place we went on holiday every year for my whole life. Right. Exactly the same place, mm. exactly the same campsite. And basically the Mistral would hit. So initially what you would get is, you would get boiling hot winds. Gosh. And like sand and... Yeah. And that was awful. But then what came after that was like apocalyptic rain. Wow. And you've got a serious problem if you're in a tent and you're camping on like sandy mud. Yeah. And it pours down and floods. Right. So w what you have to do is, so the rain starts coming down, and my mum will still have pictures of this. You have to, as soon as the rain hits, you've got to go outside whenever it is. So it might be two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But you have to go outside and you have to dig as fast as you can a trench oh, right. around the tent. Because oh if you gosh. don't- It gets washed away. It will start to get washed away because right. the pegs will stop working. Right. And the worst part about this mud was, it was like this sticky stuff that, because it was like a mixture of sand and mud. Yeah. And what it would do is, it would just stick to everything. Right. So you would go out and it'd be like all over your legs and it would be all over yeah. just absolutely everything. Yeah. And it was the most horrendous, just the most horrendous experience. But not for three young boys. Yeah. For three young boys. It was the greatest adventure of all time. <laughs> we absolutely loved it. Now, should we, as we're in the woods, should we? Go that I don't mind, it's just nice and shady and cool and I'm loving it. We just cut across from the sort of main woods area to... Because it does tend to be quite busy with dog walkers in there, doesn't it? Yeah, and what we'll do is we'll go through to the secondary wood. Yeah. We won't go to the slippy wood where you slipped over. Oh no, because we'll it's been go... raining a lot, hasn't it? I don't think it will be too bad, but we can always, you know, if we yeah. hit anything dodgy, we can just turn back. So my first worst holiday was the worst for my mum, who oh, I can imagine. you're quite right in what you said in that she hated it. But for me and my brothers, it was like the yeah, best thing ever. Yeah. W what about you? Well, my memories of childhood holidays are, I mean, much like you, I think we had even less money than you because yeah. we never ever went abroad. That no. would never have even been on the cards. There, were, there was five children in, in my house, so I had two brothers, two sisters. Um, but my uncle had a static caravan in Skegness. Oh, nice. Anybody know Skegness? Do you know so what? I'm pleased to tell you that I don't. <laughs> I haven't been back since. The last time I was in Skegness, I was probably about 11 or 12. Right. So we used to go to my uncle's static caravan. Right. On, you know, like a caravan park thing. And I do have memories of that. We, you know, we could take our dog with us. We had a lovely dog when I was growing up called Nell. Oh, she was fabulous. I loved her so much. She was 21 when she died, wow. which is just amazing, isn't it? But I'd known her all my life. They got her when I was born, right. and I was 21 when she died. Right. So we used to go to this caravan, and I do have nice memories of that, of donkey rides on the beach, right. and they used to have trampolines by the beach in those days. Yeah. And I used to go on the trampoline and 
play swing ball right. and all those kinds of things. Arcades, obviously I used to go to the arcades with my brother. Right. And it, in those days it was two pences that you used to push. Yeah. I think it's more ten pences now, isn't it? And five pences, I don't know. Or maybe they do still do two do, pences, do. right? Which is great. Yeah. And then, you know, that's nice. I do have nice memories of of that. We didn't go every year. We certainly didn't go every year. Right. I've really only got memories of maybe going two, three, four times at the most. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was nice and I did used to enjoy it. But after that, I didn't actually go on holiday until I was about 20. Right. And my first proper holiday was... So when you were 20, Nell was still alive. She was. That's great. Sorry, I was just trying to get yeah, my... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my dog was... And my dog, our dog, was still alive. Amazing. Um, and I went to Corfu right. with my boyfriend at the time. So that was my first real holiday. And yeah. I did enjoy it. However, I'm, I think I discovered from that very early, very early time that I'm just not a beach lover. Yeah. I just don't enjoy lying you know, getting burnt to a crisp like a lobster and doing nothing. I'm just, that's just not me. No. So we didn't do a lot of that actually. We hired a car and we went all around and it was hot. It was, it wasn't summer, summer because we used to go sort of more like end of May probably, I think it was, but yeah. it was still hot. And I did fine with the sun yeah. until the last day when I decided, okay, it's the last day, I'm just, I am going to sunbathe for a bit. Yeah. And I got totally burnt. And my face, it was my face that got burnt. Oh, no. So I think we, we went back, came back on a weekend and then I was back in work on the Monday. And I walked in and honestly, my nose was bright red. Oh, my no. chin was bright red and blistering. Oh, no. <laughs> so that, you know, I didn't enjoy that. So whilst I kind of enjoyed the holiday, yeah. I didn't love it. No. But, you know, I used to do that every year. You clearly year. learnt a lot from it though, because you decided you didn't, you didn't like beach holidays. No, I'm not really a beach holiday person, but strangely then I did go on a few holidays, which, well, I say that, but, you know, following that, I went to the Gambia. <laughs> How random is that? It's pretty random. I went to the Gambia for a week. And, you know, that was fascinating. It was a real experience and I did enjoy that, yeah. apart from the food. <laughs> the food was a bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what was it? Well, I can't fully remember, but I do remember not really eating very much. Right. Um, because I was a bit kind of wary of it. Yeah. We were in a really nice hotel. Yeah. But it was sort of all inclusive, because I think they really have to be in a place like that. Yes. This was years ago, I'm talking in the 90s. Right. Um, and we did some really interesting things in the Gambia. It's really good, but it was hot. And again, it was out of season and it was boiling. Yeah. And then I went to Egypt and did a cruise down the Nile. And that was, that was brilliant. I loved that. But again, I went in June, which, yeah, that's why it's cheaper in June for Egypt, everyone. So it was a bit it, of a disaster because of the heat. It was, yes, it was like 120 degrees. Yeah. I, I, I can't even, comprehend how hot it is was. Is this too... Am I going to get nettled? Because uh, I've got crop trousers on. Yeah, I mean, let's let's go back and we'll okay. do we'll, we'll do a couple of circuits of okay. the other um, bit. 
It's the rain. The rain. Isn't yeah, it funny when the rain falls? It's battered down the nettles, so they're going across the path. Well, and things seem to just grow so fast. Well, they do in the summer, don't hey, are they? These the poppers? Heat and rain, okay. and everything just goes crazy. Are these the poppers? Possibly. I can't, I can't remember. remember what they're called. I it's did the look plants them up. that have the poppy seed. Poppy. The seeds <laughs> that pop. The seeds that pop. That are usually by water. You usually see them by water. Now, you, you so yeah, and I also did things like Ibiza and Tenerife. Remember, in the first instance here, we're talking about things that were rubbish. Yeah, well, I think the, the reason I'm sort of referencing all these things is because the holidays that I enjoyed the most were the ones that weren't just sat around doing nothing. Yeah. And, you know, the ones I enjoyed the least were the ones where it was like just a sunbathing type place. Because I don't like going in the sea. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not a great swimmer. God, this makes me sound really boring. Well, doesn't it? We'll Doesn't that sound really boring? We'll turn this around, I think, in the course of yeah. the rest of the conversation. I'm, I'm not that boring, honestly. No, no, I, I, mean, I don't we... think I am, but I just don't, I'm not keen on the water. I don't really like the water, so it kind of rules out a lot of things <clears throat> and a lot of reasons why people go to these places. So I think from from that sort all that experience. Oh, and I went to New York, which was fabulous. Loved it. Yeah, well, let's... it was cold. It was great. <laughs> Lots to do and see, and I loved that. We can pick up on the good stuff. Yeah. In just a moment. W one of the other sort of disastrous holidays that I, I mean, it, the whole holiday was not disastrous, but it started appallingly. And that was one of my relatives decided that for their 60th birthday, they were going to fly to a fly to Carcassonne in France yeah. and then travel to, we'll take the next right because that's a bit up and down and up and down. And um, we would travel to a place in the Pyrenees. This all sounds so glamorous. It does, listen to you. I, I sound like I'm James Bond or something. Yeah. We would travel to a place in the Pyrenees and we would have, we would stay there, we would have a party and then we would come home. This sounds very posh. Well, the, I'm going to the Pyrenees, yeah. darling, to have a party. <laughs> but you missed the, the, we're going to fly into Carcassonne. Which is beautiful. It is, it's probably one of my favourite cities Look in the world. Look at all the daisies. It's amazing, isn't it? I love the daisies. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. So, the other thing that this relative did was they paid for the flights and for the hotel accommodation. Crikey, this is a rich relative. I, I, I never had a single rich relative. I couldn't have afforded, because this is in about, this is uh, 90, no, it's 2000. Oh, not that long ago then. Well, 21 years, Kate. Uh, well, <laughs> it feels not that long ago yeah, to I know. me. So, off we go get on the plane. It was my first time ever flying on one of those cheap airlines. Oh, where like EasyJet or? It was Ryanair. Oh, Ryanair, yeah. And I hadn't experienced the first come first served like seating policy. cattle market. Well, you just have to barge your way and to get to sit with the people who you came with. Yeah, that I can't be doing with that. No, it stresses me too much. I'd rather pay more and yes. get a yes. seat number. So, oh yeah, and then I must say that's really funny. But um, yeah, I'm losing track. So off we go, arrive in Carcassonne. Now I had been to 
this particular place that we were going to for this party once before. And I had traveled from the Spanish side right. to get to it, not from the French side. Yeah. So we arrive in Carcassonne. We're all bundled into hire cars yeah. and off we go. And the first two hire cars know where they're going. Mm. And the third hire car, which has got me in it and my brother and another couple of guests, and we don't know where we're going. And literally we're pulling out of the airport and some traffic came and the first two cars disappear. <sighs> and we're sat there and we had to sit there for ages whilst all this traffic come by and then we pull out and they've gone. Oh, no. Now, this was before... Sat-nav. We didn't have a sat-nav. No, no. We didn't even have a map. You were just following the car in front. We were just following the car in front. Which is a nightmare at the best yeah. of times. And we're not even partway into the journey. We're not even on the motorway oh, heading in the right direction. So my brother turns to me and he's driving and he says, Oh, you've been there before. You direct me. Oh, I no. Said, I've only been there once before. And we were coming from Spain. <laughs> so I came to the conclusion. I mean, to be fair, it was both me and my brother who came to the Which conclusion. Brother? It was my middle brother, Jay. Oh, no. Who came to the conclusion that the right thing to do... Dom would have been more sensible, wouldn't he? Well, Dom was in the car in front and right. he, he oh, didn't... he'd just driven off. Yeah. Right. But Dom's... I take it back. Dom's argument... Well, I'll get to the argument later. <laughs> So we pull out and we're driving along and we're going, what are we going to do? Because also we didn't have any mobile phone reception. No. Because no one had like, it was before the days of yeah, roaming. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we couldn't even phone anybody. <laughs> so we just came to the conclusion that the right thing to do was to get on the main road and get to the border and hope that the people in the cars in front thought we'll wait at this we'll point. wait at the border right because we've all got to cross the border yeah so we did exactly that yeah. it was about i think it was about an hour and a half's drive yeah and we get there and there they are ah. so my brother gets out of the car and he's not happy <laughs> jay's not happy yeah he's not yeah. happy at all he races over to my elder brother dom and he didn't pin him up against anything, but mm. it was as close to as you could possibly get. And um, he, he said to him, you know, why didn't you, morning, he said to him, why didn't you, why didn't you wait for us? Yeah. And he said, well, I had no idea where I was going and I was following the car in front. And I thought if I waited for you, we would both end up right. in the position you're in. I thought the most sensible course of action I suppose was to stick on the car in front. In hindsight, what you should have done is all agreed at the beginning. If we get split yes, up, yes. we'll meet at the border. Yes, yes. <laughs> Again, this all sounds very James Bond. Yeah. If we get split up, meet at the border. Now, the funny thing is, when we got to the place, we had a great time. Yeah. And everything was lovely. Yeah. But the one thing... I it mean, does mar it, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. The one thing, though, that... I did find odd was is food again. Right. They brought out for breakfast. Yeah. It must have been sweet meat. Oh, right. Okay. Because it, basically, it was it was like a wooden uh, 
platter. A wooden platter. Now there's nothing on the platter. Right. Coming out of the platter is like a metal tree. Right. And, and stuff was hung off it. And hung off the tree. Oh, I think I've seen that before. Is yeah. all these different meats. Right. And basically what you did for your breakfast was... Oh, I can't eat meat at breakfast. They brought it over to your table. Mm. You cut off what you wanted. Right. And then off, off they went with the... Right. With the tree of To meat. another table? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> it was very strange. Right. So those were not so great holidays. And actually, none of what we've spoken about... Has been when we've been on holiday together. No, it hasn't, but also... But I think it sets also, a, yeah. a sort of background yeah. to how we holidayed before we were together. Yeah. N none. What I was going to say was, none of this was as bad as I'm sure many people have had. So we've probably been lucky with holidays. Yeah. For example, I remember prior to me being born, my parents and my brothers going on holiday, my brothers wetting themselves in the bunks oh, no. above the double bed. My parents, my, my mum will tell you to this day, they were having, she was having this dream about being in a swimming pool. Oh no. And she woke up and she was, Oh no, don't even go there, I can't bear it. <laughs> the joys of camping. But yeah. what about the good stuff? Good stuff. Yeah, what, I mean, what would you say? Well, I'll... How, I mean, we, well, we went on the most fabulous holiday, didn't we, before Bryony was born? Yeah. Just before she was born, actually. Yes. In the same year, actually. Right. <laughs> we went to Rome, didn't we? Yes. And we only went for about, I think it might have been four nights. Gosh. It was five nights at the most. Um, but it was fabulous, wasn't it? Yes. We loved it. We really loved it. The hotel was nice. It, you know, again, we didn't really have very much money at the time. No. So we found a hotel which was really nice and quite reasonable. Was it called the Hotel Forum? It was something like that, yeah, I think it was. Because yeah. it was right next to the Forum. Yeah. So it was quite a small hotel, but lovely. And we, we just had a lovely, we just had such a fabulous time. We walked everywhere, didn't we? And we visited everywhere and got into a few little adventures. Oh, I should say I did. Why? Oh, queuing up randomly. Oh, yes. <laughs> so there was this, we just joined this queue, which was outside the well, Vatican. We'd, we'd gone to the Vatican. We'd we were the exploring Vatican. the Vatican. Yeah. How amazing, I mean, Completely amazing. And at the time... Well, we walked. We, we walked everywhere, didn't yes. we? We didn't take... There is an underground, and we didn't take the underground at all. We walked everywhere. Um, it was February, so it was nice and chilly. You yeah. know, it was, it was good walking weather. Yeah. And we had good weather. It never rained no. the whole time we were there. But at the time we were there, it was the previous Pope was still Pope. He was ill. It was Pope John oh, Paul II. we were II. worried he was going to pass away, We were worried we? he was going to die while we were there because that would have just created pandemonium. Yeah. He actually died a couple of months after we left. Right. Um, but I always loved that Pope. I'm Catholic. I'm not a practising Catholic, but I'm Catholic. So yeah. I, you know, growing up was very aware of that Pope. He was the Pope that I always knew when I was in school and things like that. Yeah. And he was a lovely, lovely man. So this is actually two Popes ago. It is. Yeah. It is, yeah. This would have been in 2005. Yes. We went. Um, 
so I was just really thrilled to be there when he was yeah. he was still there, you know. Yeah. And it was just such an amazing place to visit. And but outside, outside the Vatican, we saw this queue of people. And I just said, oh, it must be something interesting. Let's let's just join it. Can you imagine me doing that now? I just can't believe how I'm really glad that you're taking responsibility for this. I think it was me. Well, I think it was you too, but I wouldn't have said that without you saying it because... No, maybe I'd have a glass of wine at lunch or something. Yeah, so we, we got to this queue and anyway, it turned out that this was a queue of people going up to the cupola in the Vatican. The, the very top. The very top. The cupola, if you look at the picture of the Vatican with the dome, yeah. the cupola is the little tiny dome yeah. that's on top of the big dome. Yes. <laughs> and it was to go up there. Well, we now, started now, going up these steps. Well, I remember, you carry on with the story, but what I'll do is, in the Baker Bears Radio Show Facebook group, we do have a picture from up there. Yeah, we do, and you can, I was just terrified. We have a picture of Kay sat, <laughs> and we also have a picture of the view, and I'll post both those it pictures. It was so high, and I, 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 I just don't like heights at all. I'm no. terrified of heights. Yeah. And we started climbing up this spiral staircase, going higher and higher, and well, then I kind of twigged. I think what was so cool about it was, it was a more gradual climb. It wasn't like a... No, no. It, it, so, so if it had been, immediately, if it had been like, right, we're off, and yeah. when we know where we're going, yeah. we'd have gone, this is a bad idea. Yeah. It slowly sucked yes. you in. But by the time I realised what was going on, and I started to panic... You said, I want to turn around. I said, I can't do this. It's I've a one-way system. Turn around. You couldn't. Yes. It was one way. No. And there was like queues of people behind me, so I, I thought, I can't kick up a fuss like this. I've it's got very to important just carry on. That pe because some people might be thinking, oh, it'll have just been a little staircase. Oh, it was you know, terrifying. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this staircase was so steep, there was a rope in the middle. It, yeah, there was a rope that and you, you could had to, sort of pull yourself up. Well, that's what you were supposed to do. Oh, my gosh. You were supposed to go arm over arm on the rope, Yeah. pull yourself up whilst obviously climbing up the extremely steep and well-worn. That was the other thing oh, that got it was, me about it. it. Was. it was unbelievably yeah. well-worn. Yeah. Which is sort of cool in a way because they've probably never replaced them. No, no. So we got to the top and obviously it's a tiny little space and there's like a balcony. I loved it. Well, I just sort of sat in these little stone seats and yes. I just squeezed myself yes. as tight into it as I could. This fellow was sat next to me. And yeah. I just stayed there until Dan had had a bit of a look and took some photos and then okay, then got a, down as quick as we could. Here's a question. Which was scarier, climbing up to the top of the Vatican yeah, yeah. or going in the cable car oh, up the heights of Abraham? The cable car was scarier. Yeah, we, when Bryony was about five or six, I think, oh. she didn't have her front teeth. No. So whatever age, you tend to lose them. Yeah. Uh, I remember she didn't have her front teeth. And we went to, we were in the... the we were in Derbyshire, weren't yeah, we? Stayed yeah. in Derbyshire and we went to the Heights of Abraham. Yeah. But to get up there... We thought we'd be able to park and walk. We did, which you can. You can actually walk up the hill. But Bryony wanted to go on the cable car. She saw these cable cars going up above, you know, they're really high. And she's like, oh, I want to go on to them. Well, I was just like, oh gosh, I can't disappoint her. So I said, right, okay. It's, I've never been so scared in my whole life. And it just starts to swing and... Oh, 
Bryony was loving it. Yeah. She, she was literally going, way, mummy, look at the view. I was, can I just tell you, I had my, I just was covering my eyes the whole time. I was not looking at anything. Was, and I just said, let me know when it's over because I can't even. It was the swinging backwards and forwards there. It was absolutely petrifying. So that was definitely scarier than Neil, the Vatican. We've touched on Rome, which I would say is the, my favourite holiday. Yeah. But I do think there's one holiday which tops all of those. Right. And I think it's the first year that we went back to the Lake District. That we went to the Lake District, yeah. Because yeah. Kay... Which would be about four years ago, maybe, yes. now. Yes. Kay had decided a long time ago that she didn't like the Lake District. I did. So we always, we always stayed away. We never, <laughs> yeah, ever went. no, we didn't. And I, I think we went the year after we went to Scotland that time. Right. It was. Um, that was awful, that holiday. Well, we just picked the wrong It wasn't a good holiday place. to Scotland. I didn't enjoy it at all. It was just a very... Scotland's a lovely country, but we picked the... Oops. We picked the wrong spot, and it was too long a drive. It and was too... Oh, the food was, was rubbish. There wasn't yeah, a lot to see. No. And so it, was, it was rubbish. That was, but we did have a great holiday in Scotland, you and I, where we, we stopped in... That hotel that we did. Mel Before Gibson. Before Brian was born, we yeah. did. Yeah. Mel Gibson had stayed there when yeah. he'd been filming yeah. Braveheart. Speen we stayed Bridge. in the Braveheart suite. I remember it. Speen Bridge yeah. was the place where we stayed. And we just had the most amazing mm. time. But so we had a bad hole in Scotland, and I think we just came to the conclusion that we wanted the great scenery, but not to have to go far. Not to have to drive a long way. And yeah. you just must have decided. I should just give it a shot. Yeah, I did. I just said, you know what? I shouldn't be so blinking about the Lake District. I think the reason, I mean, you'll probably be wondering why I didn't like it. And I just, I've never really been properly, but from what I'd seen of it, it just, I didn't like the... I didn't like the, the colour of the houses. I know that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but everything's... A lot of stuff's built out of this dark grey stone or slate or whatever it is, dark grey stone. And... It just felt oppressive, you know, the, the steep, high mountains and things. Yeah. Just never appealed to me. And generally, I don't like water. Yeah. But what I've discovered is I don't like man-made water. I don't like reservoirs. Yeah. Reservoirs scare the dickens out of me. Yeah. But a natural lake I've found I don't have a problem with and actually really like. So, um, yeah, but we went... Where did we stay? Well, it doesn't really matter where we stayed. Troutbeck, near Troutbeck. Yeah, but I think what's more important about this is uh, we went back to the lakes and we arrived and you decided that you hated it. I did. I mean, like, really, really hated it. I did. I just, I didn't, I didn't enjoy the drive to the property. It wasn't detailed very well at all on the instructions that it was such a tricky drive to get to it. You had to go up a very steep road and the access to the property was just terrible. Um, and it had just put me on a bad foot, but I think that. We arrived and unpacked and, you know, you get there and you just came to the conclusion that you went to bed one night yeah. and you were like, I've just got to get through this because we're here now. Yeah, and that, that here was and how I felt. I was, I was literally in tears. I was just like, I, this is just awful. I. And then you woke up. I the hate next, it. I want to go home. And then you woke up the next morning, and you went up into the living room, and you looked out at the view, 
and you sat there and did some knitting. Yeah. And you realised. Yeah, the, well, because the in this house we stayed in, the bedrooms were downstairs and the living room was upstairs because it was on a hill. And from the living room, you could see Lake Windermere in the distance. It was a really lovely open view. And yeah, I mean, I just really enjoyed looking at that view. I think and what you realised, what you, what you said to me at the time was that you looked out the window, you sat there knitting for a bit and you realised how beautiful the place was. Yeah. And you realised how this had got the opportunity to be a really great week yeah, if you just yeah. let yourself enjoy it. Yeah, and I, you know, I wasn't very relaxed at all. I just, I think, you know, generally I'm not a relaxed person and I find it quite difficult to relax. But I think it, I, I don't know what it was. I think going out on the lake was the thing that really did it for me. Yeah, we, which we did on that we, second day. Yeah, we hired a boat and we went out on the lake and after that I just felt really differently about it. Well it definitely had all started that morning I think. The lake then added to it even more. Yeah. And you, you I mean it was like, it was like this transformation and it wasn't just yeah, solely on that holiday week it had an effect on you which mm, it had an mm, effect on us mm. which we've still felt yeah, and we to go, this day. Yeah, we've gone back to the lakes every year ever since and we're going next month again. Well, we've just realised that it's like our place. Yeah, it's the sort of perfect place for us because the things that we, we enjoy getting out and doing things, you know, as we've said, we're not just, we don't like beach holidays and neither does Bryony. She doesn't like the sun either, which whether that's sort of been inherited from us or not, I don't know, but she just hates the hot weather. So we like to um, go walking, so we go, go for places, walks, we go out on the lake, we go for picnics. You know, we'll might drive over to a different town and have a look around there. We'll go and have an ice cream. You know, yeah. nothing complicated. But that's, for, you know, for us, that's what's so enjoyable. You just do relaxing things and there's no stress. And, you know, we don't pack a real lot in either, do we? We tend to, we've always tended to be up early. We're, we're all early birds, aren't we, really, including Brownie? Yeah. So we tend to get up early, we'll have breakfast and then we'll go out, we'll do some stuff, maybe take a picnic with us, and then we'll get back to the cottage for sort of, I don't know, four-ish, something like that. And then it, you've just got the rest of the day then just to relax. And that tends to be the rhythm and routine that we like on holiday, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you pay money to stay in a lovely holiday cottage, but then, people are just never there you know they're out all day or whatever but we like to enjoy the environment that we're living in it's the realization on that holiday was that the destination the place where you're staying because it wasn't perfect it was where we far were staying, from perfect no. the place where you're staying actually has got nothing to do so long as it's dry, so long as you can cook food, oh, yeah. so long as it does I mean, all the things you need it to do, for, you know, yeah, the for, place where you're staying has got no effect at all on are you going to have a good time. Yeah. Having a good time when you go on holiday comes down to one thing and that is are you willing to have a good time? Yeah, that, that is definitely the case for me and generally I do struggle with holidays these days and I get really stressed and really 
like I just don't want to go a lot of years I just haven't wanted to go it just seems an awful lot of work packing the house up and organizing everything and then going and unpacking again and <laughs> it, it's not something I've really enjoyed but I have tried to be a bit more relaxed about it you're speaking very negatively about this and that is not the realisation of what we've had the last few years. No, it isn't. But like I said, you know, it's something I do struggle with, so... You have done? I have done, yeah. And I'm... You see, I, I, I'm really... It's really difficult to sort of change your mindset. And I was just about to say, I hope I don't feel like that this time. But, you know, you don't have to say things like that because... We just you, said, you, it's you up know, to you. You create your own... It's up to you and, whether yeah, you want to have a good time or not. I know, and yeah. that's what you learnt that morning. That's what you learnt when you went yeah, when you went out on that boat. I genuinely didn't want to go home on that holiday, and that's the first time I've ever felt like that. Normally, I'm racing home, you know, want to get home, but I, I genuinely didn't want to that year. All you've so, got to do is open up yourself to having a nice time. Yeah, and I think that applies to anything. We found that picture recently, didn't we? About. That, that Dalai Lama business with oh, yeah. how happiness is not yeah. the destination, it's the it's journey. It's the journey, yeah. And I think what, what he's trying to get across there is you can be happy whatever you do. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, the journeys quite often are a great time. Yeah. That's what... That's what our daughter Peroni said that she was looking forward to the most. Yeah, because this year actually is quite a quite a cottage that we've chosen. It's sort of in the middle of nowhere, which will be really nice. Yeah, I mean, we, what we were sort of striving for, and I suspect lots of people maybe feel this way after the last sort of 18, 19 months we've all had, is you just wanted to get away completely to mm. somewhere mm. that's like totally away from it all. And this is, it's like in a little forest and I think it'll be amazing. Looks beautiful. And yeah. it's a stone's throw from a place I've always wanted to visit mm. and that's Hard Not Fort, which I just, I can't wait to see. I mm. just hope that I'm going to run it. Yes. And then we'll see, you know, from that run, is it something that's achievable yeah. for you? Yeah. Hopefully it will Walkable. be. Walkable, yeah. Yeah, I think it will. It's the steepness that might scare me a bit, you know what I'm like, but... I'm not certain of how steep it's going to be. Right, if you were driving there, I think it's a very hairy drive. Yeah, that's when you're going in from yeah, that way. Yeah, we'll be going we're coming in from the side, if you like. From, yeah. We're already up. Yeah, we are quite high where we're going to be. Yeah. 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 So anyway, anyway. Anyway. Folks, that's our little chat. We're back home and I've got some bread that I need to give a second proof to. Beautiful. It's spelt bread. It is my heaven. I mean, it's just yeah. a lifesaver. I make down a spelt loaf Once every a week. week. And I use the recipe, I use Dove's Farm spelt flour, and I also use the recipe that's on their website for making spelt bread. It's dead easy. You don't have to knead it very long because the gluten is different in spelt. So folks, I'm gonna go away and watch Kay finish off making my bread and then I can <laughs> eat it with some nice peanut butter. And we will see you next time for another Bakery Bears Radio Show. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.